So Federico, a wild press conference appears. Uh, <laughs> a couple of days ago, it was, I think, basically out of the blue. Right? It was out of the blue, right? That uh, There was a Pokemon press conference. Yeah, um, I think the day before, somebody said... There were rumors, he, and then there was yeah. this report of a TV show, a kid's TV yes. show in Japan, yes. who said, like, we're going to have some information about a Pokemon thing. And then just, like, a bunch of journalists started, like, cryptically tweeting, like, oh, hey, I'm in Japan. Mm. And then the next thing you know, there's an announcement of there's going to be a Pokemon press conference in 15 minutes or whatever. And they announced a lot, actually. Like, quite a lot. I think more than we would have expected. Maybe, like, even two things more than we would have expected. Um, and I figure we should go through them a little bit. Uh, the first, I think, let's start with Pokemon Quest because okay. Pokemon Quest is available now on the Nintendo Switch. It is a mobile game that they're also putting on the Switch, frankly. Have you played any of Pokemon Quest? Uh, not yet. Okay. I was going to download it tonight for... Uh, my upcoming trip to the States, um, but I assume you've played the game. I have. Um, I figured okay. it was worth just like picking it up, spending like 20 minutes with it or whatever, just so I kind of knew what I was going to do. I kind of knew what it was about. It's kind of, it's it's hard for me to really describe it. Like it, it the, in, the essence of the game is it's like a kind of action game. You, you, pseudo play as pokemon so like you are going to this like island and everything's blocky by the way which is this cute little style of blocks all the pokemon are in blocks i think they've called them like pokey blocks or something like that that they've got a name uh for what they're calling this new style and of course mm -hmm. there is pokey cells that's it pokey cells and there's already merch available of this new design of right there's of like course. there's poke cell <laughs> plushes so there's these like mm -hmm. cubey little things and essentially you choose to start a pokemon and your pokemon run around in this environment and then they attack other pokemon and you have to basically beat them in waves so you know like, you get like wave one wave two and then there's a boss but you don't control the movement of the pokemon that you're controlling they advance towards enemies on their own you can press a button to make them run, so to make them turn direction and run away for a moment so you can, like, maybe get away from an attack. And then it has a basic attack moves that it does on its own, and then you can choose powerful moves that then have to recharge, like... And they, they recharge quickly, like, after a few seconds, just so you can't keep spamming them. So it shows Pikachu, and it's, like, Thunderbolt and Thundershock, and you press those buttons, and it gives a more uh, aggressive attack to the Pokemon that he's attacking. But there's even a mode, you can press a button called Auto, where it will just do everything on its own. So it's just going through and doing all that stuff. And then it, this gets more interesting when you when you have multiple Pokemon. You can have a team of up to three. And then you have like lots of different attacks that you can take advantage of. So you can be pressing a bunch of different buttons um, to to activate different Pokemon's attacks to help you kind of like take down the waves of enemies that are in this environment. You kind of run around this environment. You then collect ingredients on these expeditions that you can use to make food, and you can make recipes and stuff and like throw this stuff into a pot. Um, the food attracts Pokemon to your base. And that's how you grow your team. So you have this base area 
and new Pokemon come to the base to check out the food that you've made, basically. And the more stuff, the more like the more levels you go through, the better ingredients you get, the more rare Pokemon will arrive. And then you can add those Pokemon to your team. Those Pokemon level up. You get these little uh, power-ups that you can give them to make them more strong and stuff. This is 100% a mobile game. Like, all of this stuff is a mobile game. The UI is very focused on touch, which is a bad interaction method for the Switch because the responsiveness of the Switch's touchscreen is not that great. Like, you can move a cursor around on the screen with analog sticks. That's how you do it, right? You move a cursor around the screen. Um, I've tried this game on the Switch. It's fine. I will play this game lot more on ios and it's coming out on ios and android in june i think um because okay. it does have this feel of like you'd pick it up for five minutes you would do a level and then you'd leave and it's got that kind of good feel to it there's or of course it's free to play there are free to play elements you get these things called pm tickets i think they're pokemon tickets which you can use to speed up the cooking of food and you can buy decoration items with them for your base and stuff like that it's very it's very mobile, right? But it feels way more polished than Tomodachi Life or Animal Crossing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can play offline. You don't need a permanent internet okay. connection. So they're listening. They're paying attention, right? They know that people want that. So they've done that. That's the thing. So you can you can play off- offline with it. So let me ask you, why do you think this game... Two questions. Why do you think this game exists? And why is it out first on the Switch? Uh, they put it out first on the Switch because it's easier for them to put out games on their own, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So like, they decided they wanted to put it out on the Switch. So they decided to just put it out and like then they could just start making money on it. right? And also the idea of having a press conference like this and then saying, oh, and we have a game out today is a powerful thing. Like, because you've got all these people looking. There, you know, there are people that are looking and they want to see what you're doing. And then you say to them, we have a video game out today. That's a powerful message, right? I think companies like to do this where they can. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sure. you know, being able to say like, oh, we'll go buy the game now, right? And then people will go get it. Um, and but it's going to come out later on mobile, probably because they still have some work to do or whatever. Where they can, they know Switch, they can put things out quick on the Switch. And you know what? They probably also just want to put it out on their own platform before they put it out on anybody else's. Yeah, I can see that. Like, I can see that. You know, they're just like, yeah. well, this is our platform. This should be primary, considering we have this available. Um, and then they can put it out in the other ones later on. One frustrating thing is there's no way to sync the progress between these. Like, so your Switch version and your mobile version will be separate. Oh no, mm. there's no way. Of, I of wonder. Doing... I I wonder if the mobile version will have some kind of in-app purchases. Have they said anything? That's about, what the about PM the... tickets are. Sorry. So those PM tickets, you earn them in the game, but you also buy them. Oh, so you can buy them with with actual money? Yeah. And you can buy packs okay. of decoration items as well. Oh, okay. So there you go. Okay. Um, I mean, all right. It's. Um, I don't think I will necessarily enjoy this game on the Switch. You're gonna. Um, you're gonna enjoy this as much as you've enjoyed any of the previous efforts that Nintendo have made with mobile games. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's my kind of feeling on this. This is. It's very much in that. In that world. So. 
it feels like a like a very uh, very much stripped down Pokemon game just to I don't know to to get kids or um, parents who have no idea what Pokemon is to play. Um, but then again, why wouldn't you just play Pokemon Go? Uh, well, I think the just... point is that they will. Like they're just trying to create more places that mm. Pokemon Go Pokemon will be. I think you know that's that's what we're going to talk about this a lot over the next few minutes. But mm-hmm. I think clearly Nintendo's strategy is we landed on a unexpected gold mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but the Pokemon company made so much money last year, um, and their stock went up so high, right, because of all of the Pokemon Go stuff, that they're just trying to put out as many Pokemon related things as they can, especially on mobile, because there will be more people that download this game than there would have been before Pokemon Go. And it's so fascinating that Pokemon is having sort of a second life. Yeah. More 20 years after its its debut. Like, it's weird. With, it's so weird. It, because you could see how it was sort of declining. You know, there were just too many Pokemon and people couldn't keep up. And The people that were playing were the people that have always played, by and large, I think. You know? Exactly. So our generation, uh, you know, outgrew the, the, the franchise. And now with the, since Pokemon Go, it's sort of, it's really a second life for the entire, uh, for the Pokemon company, for Nintendo, for how they're approaching this. It's kind of like... Um, it's kind of like they're trying to make sure that you can get your po- Pokemon fix any way you want. Mm-hmm. So whether it's a core game or Go or this or um, it's it's interesting that um, they 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 are rediscovering the potential of the entire series because they I think honestly Pokemon Go took them by by surprise. Uh, was that two years ago at this point? Two summers ago, I think. Um, yeah, it's it's really incredible. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, I mean, the biggest star of this event is Pokemon Let's Go. Mm-hmm. And in a nutshell, Pokemon Let's Go is a, it's a brand new Pokemon game combining RPG elements and Pokemon Go elements. Um, it comes out in November this year. It has two versions, as many, basically all RPG games have. Um, they have Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. It's really interesting to see the rise of Eevee. I've been seeing a lot of articles about this, you know, that like mm-hmm. Eevee has become more and more popular in the last couple of years um, with the Pokemon company, with merchandise and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of cool to see Eevee get this treatment. Um, as yeah. Where like Eevee was always a cool Pokemon, but like like Pikachu, like it's a, it is a first stage Pokemon, which has much cooler, much better more powerful later stage evolving Pokemon. There's that, there mm-hmm. are some interesting parallels between Eevee and Pikachu. Um, this yeah. game, uh, Let's Go, is going to be located in Kanto, which is the home of Red and Blue. Um, yes. And this game is based on Pokemon Yellow. Um, it mm-hmm. is unknown just how much it is based on Yellow right now, but this is what the Pokemon company is saying. Um, like, we don't know how much of the story is going to be the same, but there are a lot of, like... Uh, parallels between this game and yellow you know it's it's the same place you have a pokemon that stays outside uh of of its like you know your your main pokemon stays outside of the pokeball with you that kind of thing right like it follows you around it has that kind of stuff the most contentious thing about let's go is the (laughs) pokemon capture method is the pokemon go capture method so if you run into a pokemon in the wild um, you do not fight it you just 
give bait to it, you throw balls at it, um, you can use motion controls in this, um, but you do not battle them. You do gain experience still. They haven't explained how that's going to work yet. It actually yep. seems like Pokemon have become like the Game Freak Pokemon Company have not actually made the final decisions on that stuff. No, yet. they still haven't decided yet, uh, which is interesting. But like, I guess mm-hmm. that that is how game development works. Um, we're still, you know, still some months away from this game coming out. Um, the this is kind of the the the, the big thing here drop in co-op is available so you can play with just one joy-con and you can use motion controls to throw the ball and stuff and people can drop in at that point they can drop in at any point which is really cool you just need one joy-con to play this game um but battles with trainers and gym leaders are usual battles so the battles in the usual style it's just the pokemon capture method that's changed now i know that this is from our conversations over the last couple of days you're not happy about this right so um I understand why they're doing this and I think it's a great idea I will buy this game I will play this game but still um I uh, I wish there was like a setting like an option that said enable classic mode in wild uh, battles just because I I I can I cannot picture myself playing a Pokemon RPG at home and all I need to do to catch a Pokemon is throw a Pokeball. Um, I cannot reconcile the fact that it's a console, but I'm using the smartphone catching method. Um, I think it removes a lot of the, a lot of what I like about Pokemon. You know, it's, it's a constant strategy and there's going to be strategy here. Of course. I mean, even, even the, the, the simplified mechanic has some strategy to it, Mm -hmm. but, um, I'm mostly concerned that so there's a lot of confusion right right now we don't know the extent of just how much this is based upon or inspired from Pokemon Yellow what I'm concerned about is that there's going to be simplification everywhere so there won't be the 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 breeding system won't be in this game and likely the entire uh sort of meta game I think I saw that the breeding system is not in this game it's not in this game, yeah. and I also assume that the entire um, aspect of EV training, uh, so the the effort value training, you know, the, the really core yeah, stuff. I mean, that I'm just gonna say though, I don't care about both of those things. I know, personally. I know, I know, but I I have thoughts when I hear you know Game Freak and Nintendo saying this is a main series Pokemon game. It's just called Let's Go. And right, I understand why. Okay, I so understand they have said why. There's been a bunch of stuff. I don't know how much you've been following the news of, over the last 24 hours. Effectively, because a lot of things were getting lost from the way that the presentation was being done. What they're saying is, like, this is a main series game in that it is a story-driven game in the style that you know, right? But some of the items are being simplified, including the capture mechanic. And it was because of Pokemon Go. But the 2019 game... So they're also bringing out... They've announced in 2019 they are going to be bringing out a new true RPG game. They have categorically said that this will have no Pokemon Go-inspired elements. That it has been in development for longer than Pokemon Go existed. Like, this is... that The 2019 game is a true 
return to all of that mm-hmm. stuff like um, the the yeah. easy training and the breathing yeah. all of that all of that's going to that. be in the 2019 so, game i want that they, they need more time i think to get that game ready yeah yeah so okay just let me say this um i will play the heck out of let's go I will buy Let's Go. I'm going. I I have reinstalled Pokemon Go on Me my phone. Me too. I was playing it today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I I am making uh, a promise that I will. You know, I'm committing myself to the Pokemon Go mindset and lifestyle again, which is also, by the way, great great excuse to take more walks with the dogs and all that. Um, so it's fine. I just. Uh, I just, you know, when I hear say this is a, you know, this is better than the main series, like, mm, well, it's my. It is definitely going to be better for some people than the main series. Exactly. Games. So that's exactly why uh, I've been playing Pokemon the traditional games since I was nine or ten. Um, I know the I know the mechanics. I I like to keep up with the mechanics. I buy the physical guides. I I read you know all the technical stuff on Cerebi.net. So I'm a huge Pokemon nerd when it comes to training and stats. You know I keep like notes on my iPhone to keep track of my evolutions and all that. So I I get really into Pokemon when I play Pokemon. But I know that nobody you know not everybody has the time to do this. There's a huge market of people who could use a simplified mechanic, which is totally fine. That said, I'm going to play Pokemon Let's Go, but I will keep in the back of my mind that the real deal is still on the horizon. Like I think my ideal situation right now is that they drop the pattern that they've gotten themselves into of we release a game one year and then release a new version of that same game the next year, which is basically exactly the same except for these reasons, and turn it into let's go RPG, let's go RPG. And so like they, they go on a, like a, you have, so 2018, we get Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Then 2019, we get Pokemon obsidian something right whatever and then in Mm -hmm. 2020 we get let's go pikachu 2 and they just do that and then they give us new games every year but they're on a a, a split cycle and what if what if what if uh, this is a crazy idea (laughs) every pokemon game had the serious version and the let's go version that so would be good. Choose. That would be really good. So you could decide at the yeah. beginning of the game, like, do you want to go with Pokemon Go or do you want to go with Sirius? And you could, there's probably ways that they could do a lot of that stuff, right? Like they make, they, there's a, if everything is a little easier and they change some of the mechanics over. Mm-hmm. That is not an impossible thing to, to think about, right? So, but there is a couple of other things before we move off to talk about Let's Go. Um, you can ride any large Pokemon and you see them on the screen. That is which what is I amazing. have always wanted. I, they've <laughs> yes. given me something I have always wanted, which is the te- the anime. Like, in the yes. anime, the yes. Pokemon are all over the place. And that's another thing. You now see the Pokemon you're going to fight on the map. So you walk up to them. Like, it's like Pokemon which, Go to yeah. initiate the fight. All of this stuff, right? Like, it, it, and I know why people are upset about it. But these things, I've always wanted these things, and this is the first time we've ever gotten it. Like, yeah, if yeah, if yeah. if this game had everything we've seen, 
but didn't have the Pokemon Go capture method, literally everyone would be saying, this looks like it's going to be the best Pokemon game ever made. Yes, I agree. Yeah. And the return to, to Kanto, that, that is what I've been asking for that for years at this point. Um, so I am personally super excited about this game because as well, I'm like, I am, when the game starts, I am a fight every wild Pokemon, fight every trainer type of person. By the end of the game, I'm like, please God, let there be no more wild Pokemon. <laughs> right? Because I get, mm-hmm. I get a little tired of the sameness. I love the game so much, but like I then try and avoid wild Pokemon Especially when, like, later in the game, it doesn't really help you in any way. Like, the amount of grinding you have to do with defeating wild Pokemon kind of makes it not worth it a lot, I think. So, having some variation, like, that not every encounter is the same thing, I think could be refreshing. So, like, when I fight trainers, I battle them. When I am in a one-on-one Pokemon encounter, I'm trying to capture them, and it's also more uh, thrilling in the sense of I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Where in the current situation, I know I can beat X, Y, and Z by doing this. But just by throwing the balls and doing whatever you've got to do is like, that's that's different. So, I mean, I my, the jury is out for me completely. Like, I know I'm going to love this game, but it's about how much am I going to love it. And that's going to depend yeah. on the implementation of a lot of the new things that they're doing. But just being in that world again, in the new updated style, like it's kind of, you know, it is that 3D look that we got in Sun and Moon, but to the, you know, obviously more. But it looks amazing. It looks amazing. Like the the graphic style and the, the animations, it, it looks beautiful. So here's something interesting for you, right? I want to I want to say this to you and see what you think about this. I, I've been reading some Q&As. Like some some notes on the Q and A that they did afterwards. The Pokemon Company consider Let's Go to be a home console game. The next RPG mm. they are considering to be a handheld console game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting, okay. isn't it? I wonder if the multiplayer stuff plays into this. Of uh, you know, you're sitting with a with a with a your brother or with a family member, mm-hmm. with a friend, and you're playing in front of the TV with a Switch. I yep. wonder if that message is behind this definition. Yeah, because that um, probably won't exist in the, the full-on RPG game. Like, mm-hmm. drop-in multiplayer. I would be shocked if they put that in an RPG game. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense if you consider the next one, the 2019 one, uh, Sort of a continuation of what they've been doing with the, you know, with the Game Boy and the DS mm-hmm. uh, now on the Switch, so that makes sense. Uh, okay, sure, yeah, I can see, I can see why. So there is a new Pokeball controller peripheral called the Pokeball Plus. <laughs> it is a literal <laughs> Pokeball with an analog yes. stick on it, and yes, probably some buttons too. I'm assuming, um, and you can play the game with this thing. Like mm-hmm. you will be able to play. Let's go with this, which is friggin' wild. Um, and you can you can take you can load a Pokemon onto the Pokeball Plus and take them out into the real world with you, like that that per- Pokemon Go peripheral, <sighs> right? Yeah, and and like the old uh, Pikachu mm-hmm. Tamagotchi, which I lost, and I still feel really bad about um, because my Pikachu died. Um, when oh, I was, I'm looking when at. I was a kid. On- 
I'm so sorry about that. I'm looking at this this thing here now. There is a control stick, which can also be pressed. There is a button on the top, so it has one button, and then it has the Joy-Con controls inside. So you only need a bu- one button, right, to cycle like cycle through menus mm-hmm. and to talk to people and stuff. You use the stick and you use the motion controls to catch the Pokemon. And the idea being you have a nice long long lanyard and you literally throw the ball so many broken TVs. You throw the ball uh, to to try and catch the Pokemon. I am one hundred percent buying this peripheral to play this game. Yes, because yes, absolutely, this sounds fantastic, right? Like this is one of those things where it's like, okay, you're gonna make me use the Pokemon Go mechanic. Fine, give me a freaking Pokeball to throw at them, <laughs> and then I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I mean, they should, they should also give you a hat so you can feel like a real Pokemon trainer. 100% um, you'll be able to get that on the, the Nintendo store. They'll do one of those those uh, deals that I love, you know, when they do those I mean, those if, if you're going to have me if you're gonna have me throw uh, the, the ball, I might as well just dress up as a trainer and, you know, make an inter... When I play, it's like a cosplay thing going on. Uh, yeah, I, lo- I love the I love the Pokeball thing. I, I just hope that it's coming to the West because right now it it's, is. Uh, we only got oh it is yeah nice. it's like it's on Nintendo's UK website like it, it's coming out all at the same time. All right, so it's coming. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so here's yeah, one interesting it. detail: you can transfer Pokemon to and from Pokemon Go to this game by Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Is the assumption that mm-hmm. means that the Switch is going to start to get Bluetooth functionality? Mm-hmm. I would assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the my first thought went to wireless headphones. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you, I think on Connected, that I bought the little dongle thing, the AirFly, yeah. so I can use my Bluetooth earbuds with the Switch. I would love to not use a dongle that plugs into the headphone jack uh, because the Switch has Bluetooth, or mm-hmm. I suppose the Joy-Cons have Bluetooth, or, mm-hmm. or both. Anyway, there's Bluetooth somewhere inside, so why not let me use audio with it? Uh, in addition to the Pokeball. So the assumption would be that, you know, the way that you transfer Pokemon is from the phone to the Switch, and then you mm-hmm. can use the Pokemon you've caught in Pokemon Go in that game, which I think is cool. Um, you know, you can, you can capture a Pokemon and you can send it through. And that's how I think you can use some of the non-Kanto Pokemon. But yeah. it's unknown right now if you can play with those in the game or if they're just, like, in the world because there's this thing i saw in the trailer called like pokego park or something i think that's where you can send a bunch of pokemon to and i think it's unknown right now if you can actually transfer the pokemon from pokemon go to be in your party Mm, i don't know about that yet it's like look i said i said it already i'll say it again this is not my perfect pokemon game but i cannot wait to play this i am gonna play the whole thing i'm probably gonna love it and then in a year, I'll get, I expect, probably the greatest Pokemon game ever made. Can, can be my only assumption about this 2019 game. Right? Like, it's got to be, I would assume. There's everything that they know, plus all of the graphical power of the Switch, plus the ability to play it on the TV and then take it with me wherever I want to go. Like, I have incredibly high hopes for this game, especially now I've seen what they can do. Like, Let's Go has only served to make my excitement even stronger for what they might be able to pull off with the next full Mm -hmm. RPG game. Because Let's Go visually 
it looks inc- it looks incredible. Like the it world does. that they yeah. have made and the graphics and all that, like it looks basically perfect for what I would like to see. It looks so vibrant and the animations look really good. And like they showed some battle animations and like finally the battle animations look the way I've always wanted battle animations to look where like Pokemon are actually moving around an arena, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited things. for this game and, yeah. and I cannot wait to see what they, they learn from this to take to the next one. Yeah. I, I went to sleep and um, I was very skeptical about the whole thing. And then uh, I slept on it, and the next day I was like, you know, even even if you don't get the classic mechanic when you're fighting wild Pokemon, that's okay. This looks amazing, and it's going to be the perfect um, holiday game um, mm-hmm. because it comes out in November. And uh, the the Pokemon Go integration is fun; it looks fun. Uh, so I can I can play Pokemon Go in the summer uh, because I'm gonna be you know I'm gonna be outside more, so it's fun to play. And when it's November, I can transfer some stuff. I can play on the Switch. I'm really excited. It looks amazing. Um, They're gonna it's sell fine. a billion Switches. Oh my this god! Oh season. my god! Like just and if all they of do them. a bundle, if they do a bundle, oh, man, that's... with some like Pikachu Joy-Con <laughs> or something. You get the custom Joy-Con and the Switch and the Pokeball and mm-hmm. the game. I mean, can you imagine that? That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, so totally, yep. totally, yeah. Today's show is brought to you by Away. Away makes smart premium suitcases so your luggage doesn't cost more than your plane ticket. They All of their carry-ons, they have two, two sizes of carry-on. They feature a USB battery inside. There's USB ports on it with power large enough to charge your phone five times from a single charge. If you're anything like me, this just sounds like the greatest thing you've ever heard because having more battery power when you travel is just like it's a precious resource. And I, that's why I love my Away suitcase along with many other reasons that I'll get to in a moment. You can go to awaytravel.com slash remaster right now. You can browse their suitcase options. They feature German, premium German polycarbonate, which is unrivaled in strength and impact resistance, while still remaining lightweight. They have two sizes of carry-ons for adults. They have the carry-on and the bigger carry-on. They have a carry-on for kids, and they also have the medium and large suitcases as well. Away cut out the middleman so you can get first-class luggage at coach prices, and they feature a bunch of just really great features that I love. All of Away's suitcases have a patent-pending compression system, so you can very easily uh, fill up your suitcase and then like just cinch it all down, and then it has this zip thing where you can put more stuff in the front, which is really great. Um, they have a removable washable laundry bag, which has changed the way that I pack when I travel. So the it's all nice and tucked away. And then when I'm in the place that I'm at, I just grab the bag. That's where I put all of my dirty clothes. And I zip it up, put it in my suitcase. When I get home, just dump it straight in the hamper. It's so simple. Um, All of their carry-on sizes are compliant with major U.S. airlines while still maximizing the amount that you can pack. All of their cases have four 360-degree spinner wheels. And they have TSA combination locks built right in. Away believe in the quality of their products. This is why they offer a lifetime guarantee. If anything breaks, they'll fix or replace it for life. And they have a 100-day trial with no questions asked return policy with free shipping on any order within the lower 48 states of the US. But they ship to many places worldwide, including the UK and, and Europe and places like that too. So you can check it out uh, by going to awaytravel.com slash remaster right now. And if you use the code remaster, you will be able to get yourself $20 off of any of their suits cases that is awaytravel.com slash remaster and the code 
Remaster at checkout to get yourself $20 off. Our thanks to Away for their support of this show and Relay FM. So the situation of my <laughs> uh, my gaming PC has significantly changed since the last time that we spoke. Oh, okay. For for the better, I hope. For the better. But okay. first, let me tell you about just a small handful of games that I've been playing and enjoying, like some stuff that I've been wanting to play. One okay. is Into the Breach, which is a turn-based strategy game um, by Subset Games, who created Faster Than Light, FTL. Yeah. Uh, it is really hard. I'm not very good at turn-based strategy games, but I like it a lot, and I'm playing it a bunch, and I'm trying to get better at it. This is this game where you have these, like... They look small, but they're like little cities and they're being invaded by aliens and you control three mechs and you have to try and uh, get rid of the aliens and there are different objectives for each level. Um, there are things to protect or there are certain like additional bonus objectives that you can do and your mechs have like different uh, artillery systems and they can help you plan things out and you kind of, you get to take a turn of everything and then the bad guys get to take the turn of everything. But you can kind of see some of the things that they want to do on their turn, so you can try and, like, defend against them. It's a really, really interesting game. It's just on Steam right now. Um, this really feels like it will be a fantastic iOS game when they eventually get to it, because I'm 100% sure that they will. Or on the Switch. Would be good on the Switch, too, definitely. <laughs> um, sea yeah. of Thieves. Oh, Okay. So I will say, uh, as of today, Sea of Thieves got um, some downloadable content, some free downloadable content, including, I think, some story-based stuff. It's called The Hungering Deep. This is what a lot of people have been wanting, right, for them to get some story-based stuff. I've not played any of this yet. Um, currently, I have just played Sea of Thieves, which is the pirate game, on my own. You can play it in teams, but I've just got a two-person ship, and I've just been sailing it on my own just so I can get a feel for the game. It's so chill, but I really like it a lot. I, you know, I, what I'll do, I'll like boot it up, I'll play a mission, and then I'm done. And it's hard, especially if you're just trying to do it on your own, because it's like difficult. You can't see the map. You have to go down below deck to see the map. And there have been many times where, like, I'm sailing, I feel like I've gone the wrong way. I quickly run down below deck and then crash into a rock, and then water starts pouring in. And on more than one occasion, I have then sunk because of this. Um, hmm. it is a super weird game, like a pirate ship game where like you're sailing and then you get to an island and typically there's not a lot to do on the islands except find a treasure chest and then go back. I mean, my understanding is a lot of what they're trying to do over the next few months is to add a lot more content into the game to make it more playable kind of over mm -hmm. a long span of time. But I've really enjoyed it, and this is a game that I need to play with some friends at some point, too, to try and understand what that's like. But it is beautiful. You've never seen water animations like in this game, as you'd hope, right, from a sailing game. Uh, but mm -hmm. it's great, and I love it. Uh, PUBG, I've played a couple of times. It is exactly what I expected it to be. You know, it's PUBG, and I'm not very good at it um, because I'm still trying to get good at playing with keyboard and mouse. I'm, like, really trying to play with a keyboard and mouse more. Because playing some of these games with a controller whilst technically supported is not very good. And so first-person shooter games are a little bit out of my ability right now because I've never really played PC games before. So, But I'm getting better at it. And more of the games that I've been playing, um, 
I've been trying to do this with and, and I'm getting better. So yeah, they're the kind of standard games that I've been playing and I've been enjoying them a lot. But I bought an Oculus Rift. <laughs> uh, yeah, are you aware of the fact that these are all things you will have to demo to me mm-hmm. tomorrow? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and I've been playing a few Oculus Rift games. Just kind of before talking about some of the games, the Oculus Rift is so much better than the PSVR. Like, I know this isn't uh, used to anyone, <laughs> right? Yeah. But, like, there was a couple of games that I played, like, super hot, right? I was waiting for this game forever. It came out on PSVR. I was so excited about it, and it was good, but I couldn't enjoy it because the tracking wasn't good enough. I'm playing super hot on the Oculus, and it is so good, I can only play it in short bursts because I get way too amped up playing it. Oh, because oh. it is an exhilarating game. So there are a couple of games like this. I've also been playing a game called Robo Recall. Robo Recall is made by Epic. Do you remember when we went for that demo, we played a thing called Bullet Train? Yes. So Bullet Train was the tech demo for what Robo Recall would become. Oh my. Oh my. So okay. in Robo Recall, you play an agent who has been tasked with recalling malfunctioning robots that are now going, are turning against humans and trying to kill them. And it has all of the mechanics that we had before. So it has teleporting, it has bullets you can catch in the air, and it has guns and stuff. This game is excellent, but it is another one where I can only play it in short bursts because it gets way too intense for me. Like, I love it, but I have to like... I can play it for like 10, 15 minutes and then I have to take a break because there are things like, there are these little kind of robots, like spidery type robots that jump mm-hmm. at your face oh, if you don't wow. kill them soon enough. And like, it doesn't matter how many times that happens, every single time you flinch. Oh, right? So like, look at the video and it looks amazing. It is wow. very, very good. Like it has these... Um, the way that you change weapons, right? So you have two pistols on your legs and you and I at the moment have two shotguns on my back. The way that you reload is really clever. So it's like leaning into all the stuff from VR, right? Where you don't actually reload. What you do is, if you want to reload, you let go of the gun and then they teleport a new gun to your waist. Uh-huh. So you let go, you go down and pick up the new gun and you're ready to shoot again. And if you want to change to a shotgun, you reach behind your back and grab a shotgun. It's so cool. <laughs> and then it has all of the like the mechanics of catching bullets in the air and like using those to to fire back at people. You know, and Super Hot has some of this stuff, maybe even to a bigger degree, where like so like you know, the main thing about Super Hot is Things only move when you move, right? So, like, the game only moves when you move. So, there's, like, a bunch of stuff. There's this thing I did in Super Hot, right, where you start off in the level and there are two throwing stars falling in front of you. So, you have to grab the throwing stars and on your left and right, there are three characters coming towards you, right? They all have... uh, Two of them have machetes and two of them are unarmed. So, what you have to do is... You do super quick because they're close to you. Grab the throwing stars, throw them at you, 
quickly turn and one of the guys like because when when you kill a character in super heart it explodes when they explode they drop their weapons so in this one i throw the throwing stars it hits one of the guys who has the knife the knife comes out of the air i grab the knife quickly stab the other two guys and then without looking turn and get the other ones it was amazing (laughs) you feel like a superhero playing these games like but it is that realness that for me it's like i can only play these types of vr games for like short bursts because i get like my adrenaline goes too crazy right and like and i get like you know i'm like breathing quickly and stuff like that but it's like a whole different type of video game right like you know you've not this is not your papa's video game right like this is a whole different thing and this is vr done well but the best game is beat saber so we spoke about this on the last episode right like yeah. what is yeah. this game called beat saber holy crap Beat Saber is the best rhythm game ever made, in my opinion. It is incredible. You hold two lightsabers, and there are these blocks coming at you, and you have to hit the blocks in time to the music. Adina is totally hooked on this game. Like, she wants to play it constantly, like me. And when you get into, like, the hard levels, and there's, like, all these movements you have to do, it feels so good. It feels like you're drumming, that's oh, how it feels, okay. right? Because you're doing a lot of movements and you have to like move this. You have to hit the blocks. You don't just hit them. You have to hit them in the direction that an arrow is pointing on them. So these blocks are coming at you and it might have one as a down arrow. You've got to hit the blue one down and then there might be one behind it with a blue up arrow. You hit the blue up. You have like a blue and a red. And this is the game I want you to play because okay, I will. this game incredible like i absolutely adore it it's it it's probably going to be pretty high on my game of the year list it is man you're making me so really good. jealous, you're making <laughs> me jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i uh i have been playing a significant amount of vr um i've been playing tilt brush too playing with a tilt brush thing which is that google game um, which is just painting, basically, in like in a three D space. It's really interesting. Like I'm not creating any like good works of art, right? But just this this idea of like a three D space, and also I am surprised by like I know that the Vive is has all of the uh, room movement stuff, and one of the main reasons I went for the Oculus over the Vive is the space in which I have. I really don't have a lot of space to move around in because. The Oculus's room movement sensing has a greater range than I have this space for. But the Oculus really does pick up movement a lot more than I had remembered or expected. Like, I can walk around in my space and it knows what I'm doing and it's tracking me. Um, and everything's really comfortable. Uh, I would, I cannot wait for a version with um, a higher resolution screen because... Uh, I can feel that sometimes. I can see that. Like my problem is because I'm a glasses wearer. If it does, I don't get everything perfectly aligned. The text gets a little blurry. Uh-huh. Um, and I would like to see a higher resolution screen to 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 get to fix some of that, especially the text based stuff. So, 
But yeah, man, I'm very, very happy that I did this. And just in general, the gaming PC, like I absolutely adore it. Like I'm so happy I did this. I love all of the stuff that I've got going on, all the colors, all the bright lights. I love my Razer keyboard and mouse. It's great, man. I'm really pleased that I did it. And I've been having a great time the last few weeks. You are making me really jealous, but I also don't want to build a PC. So that probably means I should visit you more often. You don't, so need, I can, to, you uh, don't need to build, though. You don't need to build. You can get what I've got <laughs> pre-built from someone. Oh, no. No, I don't want... I, no, no, come on. I don't want to be the guy who buys a pre-built PC. This is more frequent than you would expect these days. Because there's like there's stuff on my PC that doesn't work <laughs> properly, right? Like, oh really? <laughs> I have a capture card. I have a four K capture card, and it doesn't work. And I haven't spent time troubleshooting it because I don't need it right now. But like that's something that I need to work out. Like, why does this not work? Um, I actually think I might not need the capture card at all because I already had that Elgato HD sixty S capture box, which does much and much the same thing for what I'm going to need. Like, all I really need is like. HDMI in for the Nintendo Switch and it works. I've already tested it out. It works great. So mm-hmm. I probably don't even need the capture card. So I'm going to look into... I, I have a I have the second graphics card that I bought that I tried to return and couldn't return it for stupid reasons. So I'm looking at putting two graphics cards into my system with what's called an SLI bridge. I don't really understand what that means yet. I just know it's a thing that I can do. So like this is stuff that I'm going to look into. Like um, I'm really enjoying learning about some of this stuff and like i'm already excited for the next pc that i'll build in five years or 10 years time or whatever because you know like the full like i know that like between now and then my next like huge build i'm going to be updating and adding to my system like there are already some things that i think i could maybe do a little bit differently um i'm yeah i i'm loving this like i'm loving this process Mm. once you build a pc one one time you're gonna build it forever that's what you're saying a a, a custom PC is forever that's the message Mike 